0: You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
2: The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages.
3: This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality.
0: Completed, Captain Hancock We're safely docked in Space City
4: Thank you, Winnie I think we figured that out when we heard the loud hissy thump sound But I'm so glad we have you to explain these things to us
0: Just happy to do my job, Captain I'll inform the crew so they can prepare for their furlough They'll be so excited to get off the ship for a while
4: You do that, Winnie With the crew off ship, that'll mean peace and quiet for a while for me Blissful silence, can't wait Enjoy! Oh, I plan to In fact, I plan to take a nice hot bath for, like, a century or so.
0: Whatever you say,
5: Captain. Enjoy! That'll be lovely for you, won't it, Captain? But are you sure you don't want to come out to the space station with the rest of us? I hear there are lots of lovely restaurants, gift shops, prostitutes, and even a casino. You know how you love gambling, sir.
4: No, no, I'll pass on all that this time. Someone has to stay behind to make sure the refueling is done properly. I don't trust these unionized gas bumpers, Prentice.
5: You are so untrusting, sir. One day, it will be your undoing, you know.
4: How can a lack of trust be my undoing, Brenty? It's kept me alive so far. And trust me, I know these robotic gas-pumps. They're about as intelligent as a bunch of polygloms. And about as trustworthy. Which isn't trustworthy at all. Trust me.
5: Whatever you say, sir. At least you
4: know you can trust ME to get the supplies you need. Me? Trust YOU, Prenti? Pah! Don't make me laugh. You're about as trustworthy as the sun coming up tomorrow.
5: What's so untrustworthy about that, Captain?
4: We're in space, on a space freighter, Prentice. The sun does not rise on a spacecraft. Vicky.
5: Oh, I'm wounded, sir. Or oh, I would be if I thought for one moment you were being anything more than your usual tetchy self. You're just in a mood today.
4: Yes, I'm always in some kind of mood, Prentice. And it's usually a bad one, which is usually your fault. Or that fool computer Winnie's fault. I mean, she's always so cheery. It makes one sick at one's stomach.
5: Well, I wouldn't know, sir. I don't have a stomach, fortunately.
4: Look, don't you have something to do, Prenti? Like getting out of my personal space for about a day? All right,
5: all right. No need to beat a dead horse, sir.
4: Believe me, Prentice, if there were any dead horses lying about my bridge, I'd be doing more than just beating them. I'd be eating them. Now clear off. I'm tired.
5: Oh, I know you're not being serious, sir. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Right. I have the store list of all the supplies that we actually need for the ship while we're in port here at Space City. Um, hmm, better double-check it. Um, it all seems in order. But I was wondering, Captain, was there anything you wanted personally? Any dead horses, perhaps? Uh, Just for a light snack? (laughs) Ha, ha,
4: ha. Very funny, Prentice.
5: All right, I'll be serious for a moment. I mean, any special little treats I could get you? Uh, perhaps some slinky bars?
4: Nope, can't stand slinky bars. Chocolate
5: woozies? No. Fruit crystals?
4: No. Fizzy pop? No. Anything at all then, sir? Nothing at all. As you said, I'm in a mood.
5: Well then, if you're sure, Captain.
4: Well... Maybe just one or two little treats, I don't know. Maybe some chewy candy of some sort. Turkish delight? No, nothing so pretentious. Oh, of course not, sir. Well, you know what I like. I'll trust your judgment. See, sir, you do trust me. Trusting that you'll find me something sweet and tasty to snack on later is hardly a pact of friendship, apprentice, or contract written in blood for the ages. So don't get too full of yourself. Get off my ship so I can get some proper kip, eh? As
5: you wish, Captain.
4: As you wish. Ooh. I've just thought of something you can get me. Name your poison, sir. No. No poison this trip, Prenti. We've got plenty of that in the cupboard.
5: Oh, you're right, sir. We have.
4: You know what I want? I'd love some of those little animal-shaped candies. You know the one. They're sort of jelly and fruit and some even have powdered sugar sprinkled on top. I think they're called yummy something or other.
5: Oh, yes. Yummy gummy grizzlies. Oh, I knew you were a kid at heart, sir. I'll get you a two-pound bag. Make it three. I'll make it four if you play your cards right, sir.
4: I've already said that I'm not in the mood to gamble. Now just make it four and consider it an order, apprentice. Now get out of here.
5: You bet you, sir. I just love shopping. This is going to be so much fun. Robots of the
0: company.
6: Oh boy. It's in the
0: program.
7: Bite me. You are listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 79, Docked at Space City. Also known as Bug Hunt 3. Written by Jonathan Patrick Russell.
2: Oh boy, oh boy.
0: of the company. It's in the program.
2: Wow, would you guys look at this place? I've never seen so many alien races gathered all in one place in all my days. We're really traveling to exotic new worlds now that we're with Captain Hancock on the SS Black Crow. Jess, lovely is certainly impressive. Oh, yes.
0: So impressive and uh, exciting. I'm just
1: over a barrel about it.
2: Over a barrel? That is a weird expression. Lovely has never heard that expression before.
1: Zentron, you're never
0: excited about anything. Why is that? When you've been around the block as much as I have, nothing is all that amazing anymore. Especially when I have to be stuck in close water
1: with you guys.
4: I take exception to your comments,
1: Zimtron. What is so wrong with being stuck on a ship with the likes of us? I mean, what better company could you have than a suave, debonair, French-made appliance like moi? You should be honored. That will be the day, Frenchie. Ah, uh, just ignore him, Lynx. He's just
0: out of date, out of style, and out of his mind. it, Zimtron. You're yesterday's garbage. It's me all you want, Popsicle. Six and stones and all that.
7: And all what,
0: Jughead? That is neither here nor there. Now, listen, you guys.
5: I'll have you know
0: that I once had a simply amazing life. Uh, of course, that was long before I got hooked up with the likes of any of you. So none of this can even compare to the old days.
2: Oh, sure, Zimmy. I bet your life before we all met aboard the Titan One was just unforgettably exciting. Lovely doesn't buy it. In fact, Lovely doesn't even want to hear about it. Lovely is going to jump on the dance floor and boogie on down tonight. Lovely
1: would see you bud's later. Bye-byes! I think he may have the right idea there. I think I'll join him. Or perhaps I'll check out the casino. Maybe I'll strike it rich, and then I can buy my way out of this pathetic crew and live the good life. Anyone wish to join me?
7: Come in. These guys are drag.
1: Ah, go
7: away the lot.
0: I don't care if no one wants to hear about my amazing past. I mean, I try to open up to you guys, and um, this is what I get. Typical.
2: No, it's okay, Zimtron. I'll stick around. You can tell me about your glory days. I'll listen.
0: But, uh why should you care much? I mean, when have you ever taken an interest in, well, um, anything I've ever had to say? I mean, usually it's just, um, shut off, Zimtron.
2: I know. I know. And I'm sorry. Look. I'll make it up to you now by staying right here at the bar with you while you tell me your life story. I can't believe I'm doing this, but what the heck? Let's hear it.
0: Really, Poch?
2: You're really interested?
0: No fooling?
2: Botsana, no fooling. Just buy me another drink and I'll happily listen. I'll be so plastered I won't care.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I suppose if you put it like that, a barkeep, another round for me and my friend here.
2: Friend? Well, push your luck, Zintron.
5: Right. I think that just about does it. Oh, did we get the captain's yummy gummies?
6: Five pounds. Even though he only requested four pounds of the things.
5: Well, I know how he is. He'll go through half of them in two days' time. Just figured it'd be best
3: to get some extra. Well, the new medical supplies are loaded, so my job here is done. So unless you need anything more from me, I think I'm going to go and see that new Cliffhanger film.
6: Oh, you mean Cliffhanger? Killer on Ice?
3: That's the one. I've been looking forward to that since the previous one. Cliffhanger, hung out to dry.
6: Love that one. Boy, I'd love to see the film, too. You should go along with Betty, Crusher.
3: Well, yeah, sure you could.
6: Oh, really? (laughs) You mean me, you, um, together?
5: Oh, I just had a great
3: idea. Maybe we should all
5: go. The three of us could see the movie together.
3: That's a wonderful idea, Prentice. The more the merrier.
6: Oh, yeah. Sure. The more the. merrier.
5: Just a moment, and I'll check these crates, and then we'll go.
3: But it starts in ten minutes. If we wait around any longer, we'll miss the previews. Oh, and I want to get some snacks for the movie as well.
5: Right, you are. Oh, I'm sure all this is okay, correct, and accounted for. Let's go. Can't wait to see the film. <laughs>
4: Winnie! How can you
0: be of service this evening, sir?
4: How can you be of service? You can be of service by explaining to me why my nice, relaxing bath was interrupted by all these blasted space bugs running about. I mean, look at them. They're everywhere.
0: Everywhere is right, Captain. They're in the drive systems. We're being overrun, sir. And I'm afraid they're a real destructive form of space termites. If we don't do something soon... These little critters will eat their way through the whole ship! I'll get hold of the space exterminators again, sir.
4: Oh, rats. Those guys again.
0: Rats? Where? Where? Oh, oh! You meant that as an exclamation, didn't you, sir? Phew! That's a relief. I hate rats.
4: Anyway, I don't see as how we have much choice but to call in.
5: Clams, Tongbok, and
0: jellyfish? At your service.
1: So you've got yourself another mess of bugs, eh? This is getting to be habit forming.
0: It's space termites this time. Let me tell you, they're having a heyday eating away at my engines. Might take me a week or more to fix the damage.
1: Not to worry, laddies. We'll sort this out in a jiffy.
0: You can take care of them. Really? I hope so. Otherwise, we may not have a ship to fly before you know it. Relax. We're on the job. Ha oh, ha! Come on, Mr. Jellyfish! Exterminate with
6: extreme prejudice!
3: With
5: pleasure, Mr.
6: Tell Tally ho!
3: Now that was a good movie!
6: Oh, yeah! I love the part when Cliffhanger faced off against the main bad guy and pulled out his gun and said, this one is for space noodles, take that, Clint Deadwood, and then he shot him right in the eyes. All ten of them. <laughs> oh, Epic. Exactly. But for me, the best part was
5: when Cliffhanger dropped his pants in the tunnel scene and... Oh, good evening, you lot.
4: There you are. Been out having a good time, have we? Oh,
5: sorry, Captain. Didn't see you there. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, we've had a wonderful evening. You look a bit worried, sir. Is there anything the matter?
4: Is anything the matter, he says. Oh, no, no, no. Everything is just fine. Fine and dandy, to be precise. Oh, good.
5: You had me worried there for a moment. I thought that something may be a bit
4: off-key. Off-key? Off-key, eh? Whatever would give you that impression. Perhaps it was the huge explosions you're hearing in the background. Or maybe it's just the fact that several space termites just ran across your feet just then, while you were happily reminiscing about your wonderful evening out and about with your friends. But as long as you enjoyed yourselves... Oh, we did, sir. We did! Well, good. I'm so happy you've all been out enjoying yourselves all evening while my ship has been eaten from the inside out by space termites. Perhaps
6: we'd better go, huh, Betty? I think it's
4: a
3: good moment to do so. Yes, Crusher? I think perhaps I'd better join you both.
4: Oh, I don't think so, Mr. Prentice. No? Oh, no. Because somehow I get the impression that this is your fault. And I get the further notion that your little friends here are accessories to the fact...
3: Now, there's no need to get carried away, Captain Hancock.
4: Oh! I'm getting carried away, am I? So you're saying that I'm entirely mistaken that it's the fault of all of you? Well then, let's go to the video, Winnie. As you wish, Captain. Sorry, guys.
0: Found this on the closed-circuit surveillance system of the space station.
5: Oh, I just had a great idea. Maybe we should all go. The three of us
6: could see the movie
3: together. That's a wonderful idea, Prentice. The more the merrier.
6: Oh yeah. Sure. The more the... merrier.
5: Just a moment, and I'll check these plates and
6: then we'll go.
3: But it starts in ten minutes. If we wait around any longer, we'll miss the previews. Oh, and I want to get some snacks for the movie as well.
6: Right you
5: are. Oh, I'm sure all this is okay, correct, and accounted for. Let's go. Can't wait to see the film.
4: In a hurry to catch a film, eh? Too important to see the newest cliffhanger movie to do your flipping jobs! Eh? Well, what have you got to say for yourselves? Um... Sorry? Sorry? Hmm... Sorry, eh? Well, sorry doesn't bloody cut it, now does it? Do you three have the faintest idea what I'm going to do to you for ruining my ship?
5: Oh, I'm sure it won't be pleasant, will
3: it, Captain?
4: No, Mr. Prentice, pleasant isn't the word to use at all in this situation.
3: Now, sir, there's no need to get carried away. I'm sure everything will be all right. I mean, the exterminators are on board, right?
4: Oh, you think everything will be all right? Do you hear the mayhem and destruction that those fools are bestowing upon my poor ship? Jingo tells me we'll be lucky to be spaceworthy within a month. A month!
0: Good news, Captain.
4: Really? Why am I not convinced? Well, we took care of your big, big problem. That's
1: right enough, Mr. Jellyfish.
4: But at what cost, eh, gentlemen? I fear to even ask that question. Would you like my entire life savings this time as payment? Or perhaps you'd like all the gold on the planet Fort Knox? Fort Knox is now a planet? Where have you been? They took all the gold from the inner planets and created an artificial world big enough to hold it all. And they called it Fort Knox, after the original gold depository. That was decades ago. <laughs> Fascinating! But no worries. We won't be charging
5: you a fortune this time.
4: Really? Would you like an arm and a leg instead? No, no.
1: We've already had lunch.
4: Not to worry,
1: Captain. We're serious. No big bill this time. No?
4: Why would you be so generous? Tobok, you do the explanations. I have to go
5: to the toilet. I feel a good one coming on. Care to join me,
7: Mr. Jellyfish?
4: Oh, right behind you, Mr. Krantz. They go to the lavatory together.
3: Disgusting.
1: Well, you see, Mr. Krantz has this condition, and Mr. Jellyfish is from Planet Crab and
4: will. On Cynthia, they eat... Let me stop you there, Mr. Tobock. I fear it may be too much information for our virgin ears to handle. Nah, let me explain. You see, they eat... No! no! Look, Mr. Tobock, please. Tell me, why aren't we being charged a small fortune for this job? Eh? I mean, why break with tradition now? Well, I have a little confession to make, you see.
1: Those crates that were sitting on the Space City loading dock, well... Not to be too fine a point on it, but they were, well, to be honest,
4: they were meant to be shipped to us, you see. Shipped to you? Ah, uh, I seem to be missing something here, Mr. Tobok. Can you explain this in fine detail?
1: Well, these little buggers, the space termites are a rare breed, only found in the far reaches of our solar system. And, well, being rare, we need to study them. These little critters had been rounded up and were being prepared to be sent to our lab back on Titan Alpha. We were going to dissect them, study them, and prepare a special new insecticide to fight them with. And since this mistake has resulted in extensive damage to your ship, we've decided that this one ought to be on us. So no worries, you're the O survivor. A fiver. Uh, just for the use of our strongest bug killers, of course. By using that method. We've caused a lot more damage to your ship than we might otherwise, so, well, let's just call it even, eh? Good day to you. Good day?
4: Good day? You'll be hearing from my solicitor. Oh, what a fine attitude to take, sir. But you've ruined my beautiful new ship. It'll cost me a fortune to get the Black Crow repaired.
1: There's no need to shout, sir. And if you're going to take such a negative attitude, then I suggest that the next time you have a space bug infestation, you ought to call another extermination firm. Now, good day, sir. But...
4: but... Gah! Right. Furlough is cancelled. Recall the ship's crew. We've got a lot of work to do. Mr. Prentice, come with me. I'm going to make you pay rather severely for this. Ooh. Is it to be the furnace, Captain? Oh, no, Prentice. Worse. Get in the next room and drop him. Forty wax, then, eh? Oh, well, I
5: suppose I deserve it.
6: And then I learned
0: how to wash my first dish. And you know, it turned out that I was a natural. A punch? Punch? Are you listening?
2: Because...
0: Tiffle, Just Tiffle. I'll keep another round. uh, Make it a double.
7: Next time on Robots of the Company. In the beginning, there was Santicon.
5: And he came forth in the snowiest of snowy nights, even when the Federal Express Delivery Service refused to deliver toys to all the boybots and girl bots all across the galaxy because he was determined that no bot should go without goodies on this,
4: the most special
5: of special days.
4: What a load of old rubbish, Prenti. Do you expect me to believe that? <gasps>
2: Look, Punch, it's him.
4: It, uh, it sure
2: looks like it, Kika, but I don't understand. Briscoe?
5: Zippity! Don't. Huh? Uh,
4: I'm bored, Prentice.
5: Bored? But how could you be bored, Captain? It's Santy-Condé, and... We're docked at Space City, the most luxurious space station in all the civilized galaxy!
4: Oh yes, I know all about Space City. Do you think I've forgotten the last time we were docked here, Prenti? Half my ship was eaten up by space termites. What a jolly memory to bring up.
7: have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 79, Docked at Space City, also known as Bug Hunt 3, and which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and which starred in order of appearance, Kay Woo as Winnie, David Alt as Captain Hancock, Victor Aurelius as Prentice, Joe J. Thomas as Putch and Lovely. Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Victor Aurelius as Crusher, Deborah Adams as Betty, George DeLorean as Jingo, David Schutz II as Krantz, Dave Weaver as Tobok, and Glenn Hibbert as Mr. Jellyfish. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Patty Leish. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell. And the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any re-broadcast or reproduction of this program without the expressed permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. In other words, just ask nicely. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so, and it is encouraged, believe it or not. So send them to darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. Yes, send all your email to darkbuilding, spelled out with the numeral 1 at yahoo.com. We were docked at Space City during the making of this audiogram while being overrun with space termites. Why does this sort of thing keep happening? Join us next time as Season 8 concludes with episode number 10, entitled Oh, Santacon Tree. Yes, it's not only the season finale, but our festive holiday episode all rolled into one. And trust me when I tell you that you won't want to miss that one, it features the return of at least two popular characters. I'm not telling you which ones, so, you better just listen in to find out. Otherwise, you can't call yourself a fan of anything. Until then, this is The Creditor, as always, asking you nicely to please
0: stay tuned. Robots
3: of the Company, it's in the program. This program is copyright 2015, all rights reserved and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues.